Welcome to the Modern Day Med Spa, a short-form podcast by Audacity Consulting so you can listen and learn on your way to the office. Learn to build a million-dollar business and gain back your time with easy frameworks, strategies, and tactics. If this is helpful, leave us a five-star review and subscribe. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Modern Day Mad Spa here with Dean and Charmaine. Hope you guys are ready to get to work today. Today, we're talking about SOPs, Standard Operating Procedures, and Delegating to Your Team Members. We got here Dean Trinkline here in Pueblo, and same with Charmaine Trujillo. What's going on, guys? Just just living the dream, baby. Like I said, chicken like Bruce Lee. (laughs) Uh, Today, we're talking Standard Operating Procedures delegating, especially if you have a team. This is huge if you want to think about scaling your business to the next level. Often we see many med spas get to that, hey, we're here at 20 to 30K, we're paying some rent and really we're just kind of taking home kind of a little bit here when we have to pay our team and we have to do a lot of stuff. And in order to build upon that and to get your head to uh, work on the business instead of in the business, we really have to get our procedures and our delegation skills on point. Um, In my opinion, and you guys can disagree with me on this, is that this is a a person to person issue simply because this is a problem that I've been guilty of in the past is that like relinquishing control can be pretty difficult. What What do you guys think about that? Oh, this so this today's episode is something we've all seen that meme or that question you know what could you talk about for hours without needing prompts or anything like that this is my thing right so uh standard operating procedures systems processes things like that person to person like you said mark you know what i've found more often than not it's harder to relinquish control when we don't have the right ass in the right seat so there's a couple of things that have to happen right? Charmaine is a beautiful example of this, right? So we were, we we established one of her goals uh, was to get a front desk person hired, right? That would um, increase more productivity for her and the other gal that works with her. um, So they can do their stuff, their clearly defined roles more efficiently, thus making more room for, uh, you know, earn more revenue. Um, but what happens is when you don't have the right ass in the right seat, it can actually detract and hurt the business, especially if that person doesn't have a standard operating procedure, right? Um, everything was off. So it ended up hurting the business. So when we're thinking about standard operating procedures, when we're thinking about relinquishing responsibility and delegation, we have to make sure that there is an underlying event occurring that we have the right person to fill the right seat, <clears throat> Exactly. Charmaine, talk about uh, kind of delegating in your, in your business and when you found like it was the right time and how you kind of first got into that. Um, I mean, I've always kind of tried to delegate. Um, again, I think that comes to the, the right ass in the right seat. Um, you know, interviews, when you do interview a person, you know, it's a lot different than, um, you know, actually working with them. So um, I think having your standard operations and delegating and having it clear cut and on paper um, this is what is what's expected. This is uh, what you should do from this time to this time to um, what all the way through. Um, I think that uh, for me, I 
you know, I'm just chill. I like, you know, I just do my thing. I run all over the place. A lot of times it's hard for my uh, staff to know where my head's at. Um, but by having clear cut uh, goals, mission, um, what you're, what the staff is supposed to do, um, that has really helped. So I've ran into that plenty of times, um, you know, throughout the years. Um, That's really interesting. I like that. So you have their goals, your goals, the company's goals, all like the big, broad level things. Then as you get a little zoomed in, you're like, okay, here are roles and responsibilities that you, here's the role that you play. So anything that kind of comes into this like uh, topic you handle, and here's your responsibilities throughout the day. And then um, one thing that I'll get a little bit more even granular on is like, what do you do for each task? How are each of these accomplished? Um, not necessarily like the actual procedures, but like, what do you do with inventory? I have a really good like SOP, like template that I use here. And the way that it looks is like, if you create like little documents or even just like a library of these, let's say it's a task, you have to give like a summary of what it is, why we're even doing this, right? Yeah. What's the point of it? So they can understand it. Uh, when, or when is this appropriate to do? Like, do I do it now? And when is it, uh, when will I see it again? Uh, you might even give like an overview of like how to do it, just real quick, um, what to do, uh, the step-by-step process, how do you know it's done, and then any other resources they might need, any links, any documents, any like media or images or anything, especially if they're doing some of the marketing or anything like that, that is the most helpful thing. If you can give them all of that, package it up in one document or one area where they can look over and over again, you can just say, hey, did you read the standard operating procedure? It's all right there. If you have any questions, you can ask me. Ben, make sense? Absolutely, man. And you hit the nail on the head when you were talking earlier in the introduction about scalability of something. Uh, I think with a lot of our clients and a lot of the people that we talk to, They've hit the ceiling as far as they can go because they lack some of these things, right? And it's all about capacity. Think about most med spas when they start out. They start out as a a one-man band, right? They are in charge of uh, marketing and sales, which is one department. They're in charge of operations, which is the second department. And then they're in charge of finance and uh, administration, which are the three big components to running any business. They wear all those hats, their ass is in all those seats, right? But what ends up happening is as soon as they hit that ceiling, it's time to say, I need to delegate, but I don't have anybody else. So now I need to hire, right? Now it's about the hiring process, which Charmaine said, and defining if that is the right ass for one of those seats. So maybe I'm bringing in somebody to run the day-to-day, handle the operations. I'm still doing, you know, the, the marketing and sales component, plus obviously the fulfillment of the procedures and everything that they're doing as well. But at least now I have a little bit more capacity because I brought in an ops person, but I'm still doing finance and admin. Well, you grow a little bit, right? You can only go so far doing that that way that long. And now it's time to bring in another person and so on and so on and so on, right? Now you get to a point where say, you have two locations, each location has a manager, each location has their own clinicians and so on and so forth. Um, And each location might have ops or finance and admin or sales and market, whatever it might be, right? you're still going to hit it. And if you want to keep growing, it comes down to having these standard operating procedures in place uh, for the people you hire, but also for the company in and of itself so it can operate efficiently at all times. And then constantly having this these SOPs in place so when it is time to bring on the next person or to delegate so you can, again, increase your capacity 
it's all in place and ready to go. Because I think what's happening is to a lot of these people, well, I don't think, I know after talking to lots and lots of them, <clears throat> their capacity is stretched. You only have 100% capacity of your work hours, right? The problem is a lot of these people are hitting 120%. So if they are only wanting to work 40 hours, that's fine. But that's that's the optimal amount for their life to have balance is only working 40 hours. But now they're working, say, 50. Everything is going to suffer because of that. Now, you might be one of those people that don't mind working 70 hours and your life still has balance. That's fine. Good on you. But now if you're pushing 75 or 80, you're going to throw the whole organization and company out of whack again. So in order to prevent these things, you have to have these standard operating procedures and these either hiring or delegation methods to establish the boundary of time you're willing to work and make sure your capacity isn't going over 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah that I've, I've made, you know, splitting energy for myself, um, you know, pretty much every topic that we're talking about is all those mistakes that I've made in the past. Um, Everybody has. Everybody has. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's how we grow. That's how we grow. And I think one of the things that I was uh, talking to Dean about um, a few weeks ago, especially when we started this thing, is Dean and I are such big thinkers, right? We've gone through the, through the, through, through the, um, <clears throat> the growth of having to do quote dirty work and doing like the the work at trading time for dollars and those kinds of things where we have to do those kinds of things but then when we start to think big and we start to think growth and we start to think scaling and those kinds of future things we're up here in this big cloud of like ideas that when we kind of have to get brought down into like things like video editing and cleanup and like inventory and those kinds of things that need to be delegated it is almost like a 10x like energy suck, right? It's like I just lost. No, seriously, like, it's like I lost like 10x of my 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 creative and big thinking juice just to do this one menial task. So that is that's how I think of like delegation because like I need to stay up here. If not, it slows us down so much. So that like, think about that as you as you delegate. What are some examples, uh, real quick, guys, of some different like SOPs that uh, Charmaine? I'm looking at you. Like, what, what are some SOPs? or delegations where you've given them to your company and give us like a little like invent or a, a little bit of like a, 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 an example of what that looks like in your, in your business. Um, like, so say it's a little task, like if I have, um, you know, a new equipment or um, things that I need done, I go run up front and I tell them right before I get, you know, of course that should happen in the meeting, but if there's something that I think of, um, you know, Hey, can you call, um, this company and see what, uh, how much, if they can give us a discount, you know, certain things like that, I'll, I'll go up front. Uh, Tyra, if I'm like, hey, you know what, uh, I looked at the schedule and, you know, I'm probably going to run over here because I'm probably going to upsell. So if you can go and grab this person, put them under, you know, do like cleanse, get them prepped, cleanse for me, then I'll run in there, you know. So those are uh, some of the delegations I can I do. Um, you know, inventory. Um, you know, hey, look, look at the schedule. We have X amount of uh, Botoxes this week. Um, you know, it looks like we're running low. It's a, a lot more than average. Hey, can you um, go ahead and place an order sooner than than what we have scheduled? So little small things like that. Yeah. And so like, like a lot of that, you know, what she's speaking on is, is the delegation. Now, when she's talking about the inventory, the SOP might look like something like this, right? So um, <clears throat> the SOP might read for, for whoever's in charge of inventory to look at the upcoming schedule 
And to identify the averages of how many, you know, units of this, that, or the other are gone through per person, do the, the appropriate math and get the order out, right? Um, in, in anticipation of it. So we're responding to things that have happened, not reacting. So that SOP will probably be a bullet point list of, of just that. Hey, in order to do inventory, we do this first, and then we do this, and then we do this, and then we do this. So to, uh, tipping off on that, um, so like with ours, we kind of do it through budget, like, okay, so we order X amount each week. But again, if I look at the schedule, I'm like, okay, we have way more than we normally do above average, like, hey, let's get that overnighted. Let's get that on, on going and ordered. So um, usually, you know, and that could probably be another episode of budgeting um, so that oh, yeah. would be possible. Uh, absolutely. Budgeting is a whole, whole separate issue there. Yeah. Um, uh, what about like uh, opening, cleanup, those yeah. kinds of things? Like, are, are, are is your staff pretty pretty solid with all that? Could they? Yes. Could, so could, we, could your, the big question is, could your med spa operate without you being there? Uh, yeah, they can. Um, but that's yeah. up to the owner or whoever is in charge to truly delegate and um, you know show leadership. Again, you know, splitting energy and things weren't getting done, but that was on me because I wasn't, you know, reiterating that, but yes, they do. Um, where we have our morning huddles, I have it listed, um, on like opening duties, closing duties throughout the day, how often the bathroom is cleaned, um, you know, baseboards, all that kind of stuff. Cause people look at that. Yeah. hundred percent. I think some common pitfalls that people might have, uh, especially if you're an owner of a med spa, is number one, the way that you would probably know that you're not delegating and doing your SOPs correctly is if your staff continues to ask you for questions over and over again. If you feel like they're bothering you all the time. Or they probably, don't at all and just don't do it. <laughs> and then they ultimately quit, right? Because they don't, they, they're, they're lacking that, that, that leadership. Right? Exactly. And that's huge, right? So another thing that comes down to that, another SOP is I look at, um, you know, uh, when you look at your leadership teams or, or, or your, your employees or things like that, um, if they're constantly running into your office or to talk to you about problems or issues or things that they don't understand, I look at each one of those things like a monkey, right? So every time they come in throughout the course of the day, between all the people that came in with their monkeys, you might have 20 fucking goddamn monkeys jumping around your fucking office and that is not acceptable. So one of the SOPs that I have with some of my teams is if you bring a monkey into my fucking office, you take that some bitch right back out with you, right? How you can prevent the monkeys being brought into the office is by having clearly defined SOPs and things like that. So there's no more damn monkeys in your office. Exactly. If I'm telling, if I'm talking to a med spot owner today and they're struggling with everything that we're saying here, <clears throat> the first thing I would say is create a, um, a almost like a reminder every time someone asks you to do something if someone asks you to do something just be like yeah come on over here let me show you how to do it hit record on something find a way to record whatever that is or take notes or whatever then that is your first sop and go ahead and put that into a new binder or new place online where you can just house this it's a library of different things yeah. then again something same thing comes in over and over again it'll it'll almost like churn more ideas in your head it's like hey 
you know, these are the th these are the SOPs that I've just created over the last like two days. I actually need to create the SOPs for literally everything. And they start to come into your head and you start to bring in this library. Then you start to organize them into opening, closing, finance, admin, marketing, sales, all those kinds of different categories. And now you have your entire playbook. Now you can go ahead and take a vacation, right? So yes. That's it. That's it. And here's, here's something, here's one thing that, that, uh, happens too. And, and, and we'll get, we'll get on, we'll boogie, but a lot of times you can have perfectly defined, clearly defined SOPs, um, all laid out, but you'll still have the person who will continually bother you and ask you because one, they're either a perfectionist two, they're, they're afraid they're going to do it wrong or any host of reasons other than that. And, and again, this is a, a, I guess, a lesson for another time. But if that happens, wrong ass, right seat, or right ass in the wrong seat. And that's something that you need to think about. Absolutely. Yep. If you guys are looking for more help scaling your med spa to seven figures in 2023, now's the right time to go seek some help and go find some structure to what you're doing rather than chasing the rat race of looking for more customers and spending money on marketing that doesn't work. So uh, if you guys need help, book a free coaching call with either me or Dean. We'll be happy to chat with you. So, so uh, take some uh, inventory, see some options of what your options might be in terms of growth. Uh, we don't take any money on the first call. So if you guys need help with that, go to audacityconsulting.group, click the get started button, and we will be talking with you soon. Hey, cheers to 2023. 2023. We'll see you guys in the next episode.